In today's episode, we discuss why the best opportunities in life happen when you move beyond pressure. Stay tuned if you're in a tough place in life and looking for hope. So here's the million dollar question. How are people like us who don't settle for the status quo, who value freedom and a life without limits? How do we create extraordinary results in the key areas of life, yet skip the fear, stress, and anxiety that produces regret? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. I'm your host, Tom Herman, and welcome to the Attractively Different Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Attractively Different Podcast. This is Tom Herman, and I hope you're doing well. I hope your week is just going amazing and that God is blessing you and that he's showing himself to you and that you're just receiving all the peace that he has for you and um, living the assignment that he has put in front of you. So today's episode, I want to talk about opportunities and I want to talk about opportunities in particular when you feel pressured or when you feel like you're in a tough place and you're stuck. So if you're someone who is overwhelmed by pressure and you're just looking for a release, if you're looking for some type of Maybe not necessarily escape, but just, like I said, a release to just kind of get a breath. Almost like if, you're, if your head is right at a waterline and you're kind of ducking under, you're coming back up, taking a breath. If you're looking for that breath, like this episode is for you. I want you to, to take notes, remove distractions, and hear what God has in store for you when it comes to your vision for your life when you're in these moments of pressure. Because these moments of pressure are frustrating. Yes, they create a lot of just making it to your next day or making it to your next meal or making it to the next month. And what happens is you lose vision for a bigger picture in life. And when you lose vision, you miss opportunity when it comes. And that can be, that can be hard. Because like I said, where you are when you're feeling stuck, when you're feeling pressured, when you feel like all you can do is do your best to make it to the next day, the next month, whatever. I'm not discounting that because that's that's exhausting. That you're just worn down. You're tired. Life is unfulfilling. There's, there's anger. There's resentment. There are a lot of negative feelings that when you do get that pressure release, like it can feel so satisfying. And that pressure release is needed. But I want to warn you, I want to want to use this podcast to show you that you need to have vision beyond when that release comes. Because if you don't, then you're going to put a limit on the opportunities and the limit on potential that you have for your life. Because I know that you want to be someone who loves what you do, to have a purpose, and have enough money to provide for your family or provide for the life that you want to live. You may not necessarily have a huge goal to be a billionaire, but you just you want to make a contribution to serve others and to serve your family. And that's what God wants for you too. And so I want to share with you a personal story, but also just a story from uh, the Bible and uh, talk about why it's so important to have vision when it feels like the only vision you can have is to make it to the next day, the next month. And so there's there's a time in college when I was 
about to drive back to school. So it was about a two, two and a half hour drive. And there was a road by our house that was under construction. It hadn't been finished yet, but there was a lot of road there. And of course they had the, the road closed signs and you're not supposed to drive on it, but maybe about 85% of it was, was finished. And the other like 10, 15% I was on the road and then the dirt road came and it had been raining. So there were a lot of puddles in, in my path. And so I was kind of going around thinking, you know, I don't want to get stuck in the mud. And so I'm going to like kind of weave around. And so I was on the side of the road and all of a sudden I got stuck and it wasn't in the mud. It had been in a ditch. There was a, a bigger ditch that I, in front of me that I didn't realize. And I ended up high centering the car. So there, the back tires seemed like they were on the ground, but they, they weren't in a place to get traction. And so I had to call my dad. My parents were out to dinner and let him know what, what happened. And so my attempt to save 10 to 15 minutes on my drive home ended up being probably a two hour delay, but I waited for 45 minutes for them to finish dinner, for them to come out. So my dad came out with his car and he had some, some other tools to, to try to get me out. He was thinking I was just stuck in the mud. He didn't think that I was going to be in the situation that I was. And so we're trying to get it out. It's just, it's just not working. And then all of a sudden there are these two guys come up just out of nowhere. So I'd been out there for maybe an hour, hour and a half. I hadn't seen anybody beside my dad. I don't know where these two people come up. They ask if we need help. And we obviously said yes. What ended up happening is my dad and one of the one of the guys, he was a bigger, maybe in his 40s, they were in the front of the car, kind of in this ditch. And there was the, an older gentleman who was jumping in the bed of the truck, trying to get traction on the back wheels while I was in the cab, putting, um, pressing down the gas pedal. And we we got it out. And I drove home and my dad and I had this conversation where we're like, where do those guys come from? And we both kind of came to the conclusion that God had provided angels in the form of men. You know, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, we think these two angels came by and helped us get out of that ditch. There was provision there. And so the point I want to make with this story is I had vision for I want to get home to, or I want to get back to school. I want to, I'm going to save some time. And when I got stuck, all that vision went out the window. The only thing I could think about was getting out of where I was. She needs to pay off her debts. She doesn't know how. And her biggest fear is that her creditors are going to take her boys away as slaves. And so Elisha gives her a plan. Man of God, the word of God gives her a plan. He says, tell me what's in your house. And she says, I have a small jar of oil. She said, I have nothing except a small jar of olive oil. And so this is what Elisha told her. He said, go and ask all your neighbors for empty jar, all your neighbors. He said, don't ask for just a few. Then go inside, shut the door behind you and your sons, pour oil into all the jars. And as each is filled, set one aside. So he told her, go borrow empty jars. You have some olive oil here in your house. Go borrow empty jars. When you get all your jars, he said, get a lot. Don't get just a few, get a lot, get as many 
as you can because you're going to come back here. You're going to pour your oil into these jars and you're going to fill all the jars. You're going to fill all the jars. So she did what he said. She left. She brought the jars back. They started pouring and they just kept pouring. They filled the jars just as he had said. And it says in verse six, so this is chapter four, verse six in second Kings. It says, when all the jars were full, she said to her son, bring me another one. But he replied, there's no jar. There's not a jar left. Then the oil stopped flowing. So she went and told Elisha and he said, go sell the oil, pay your debts and you and your sons can live on what is left. So he provides this great plan for her to get out of debt. Like it's, a, it's an amazing story about God's provision to not only pay off the debt, but having enough to live on. But what I want to point out is Elisha gave her instructions. He said, go borrow jars from empty jars from neighbors. Don't ask for just a few. He said, go borrow as many as you possibly can. Told her that they were going to be filling it with oil. And then look what happens when she starts seeing the miracle happening. When she starts seeing the provision flowing, the oil filling these jars, she gets excited and tells her son, bring me another jar. Bring me another one. Let's keep this going. She saw the opportunity that was at hand. And he said, there's no, there's no jars left. And the oil stopped flowing. So she followed instructions. But when she was, when she was under the pressure, executing the plan that Elisha, the man of God, told her to, to execute, do you think it's possible that when she's asking for empty jars from her neighbor, knowing that she's going to fill them with oil, do you think she's asking, is this enough? Will this be enough? Enough for what? You may ask. Enough to pay off her debt. Like that's where her focus was. So she's thinking, is this enough? Is this enough? That would be my guess. If I was in her shoes, I would probably have done the same thing. To think, like, is this enough to pay off my debt? Is this enough to pay off my debt? and save my boys, to release the pressure. And then once you start seeing the provision coming, look, she then saw the real opportunity. She saw that the provision was unending until the, until the jars ended. If she had had the vision, instead of just getting out of debt, if she had the vision to say like, oh, this could change my family's legacy forever. I'm going to, I'm going to go above and beyond and ask for as many jars as possible. I'm not going to sleep until I can find all the jars because this opportunity in front of me is so amazing to see God provide. God is sending provision unending. There's no limit to it except what I can bring in jars. So she said, keep, where's another jar? I said, we're done. So she, she had the mentality and yes, I'm assuming it doesn't say this in the Bible, but I'm guessing that she had the mentality of, I just need to get out of debt, save my boys. And Elisha brought to her an opportunity of provision that would go well beyond getting her out of debt. And it did. It was still a very abundant event because she paid off her debts and lived off the rest. But while she was in the moment, when she saw the real opportunity, she wanted more. She wanted another jar. 
And so I use this story to point out when you're in a place of pressure, when you're in a place where you're just trying to make it to the next day, when you're just trying to make it to the next month, when you're just trying to survive, when you're exhausted, when you're tired, when you're worn down and you're thinking, I just need a break. If we could just do this, your vision is small, which means when the opportunity comes, you'll only be able to take advantage of that opportunity to the point at which you've prepared. And if your preparation is the focus of just getting out of pressure, you'll leave a lot of the opportunity on the table. And so I also want to point out that having vision is important, but I want to point out like, look what provision does for your vision. I've heard the phrase provision is pro vision. It's for vision. So when you have more than enough, when you have provision and you're not in that pressure place, you can see bigger, think bigger, dream bigger. And so one tool of the enemy is to limit, to have you live in lack, have you live in that place of pressure, because it's very difficult as we discussed to have vision beyond just getting out of pressure. So he wants you to live pressured. He wants you to live in bondage. He wants you to feel like all you can do is survive. He wants you to feel exhausted where all you can do is take a rest because if you're looking to just take a break, if you're looking just to get some release, you're not going to have vision to go impact the kingdom of God in a radical way. So I want to encourage you, if you're in that place today, this is your time of preparation. Yes. Step one is to get out of this pressure situation, but know that God has a bigger plan for you. And that the preparation that you do in this stage will set you up to take advantage of the opportunity when the provision starts to flow. When the provision comes, you can step into it and maximize it and not be wishing that you'd gathered more jars. So hopefully you found this information valuable. I want you to please rate the show, subscribe, and or leave a review. The ratings and review help make the show better as well as get more exposure to help more people. And remember, everything you do matters. God has a specific assignment for you. Go rule that assignment, serve his people, and be blessed. Hey everyone, it's Tom again, and I wanted to ask you a quick question. On a scale from 1 to 10, how confident are you that you know God's purpose for your life? I mean, there can be a lot of confusion around this topic, so I went ahead and created a life purpose roadmap to help you gain clarity on your purpose. You can download your free PDF life purpose roadmap at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose. It'll walk you through the seven simple steps to prospering in your purpose. Also for the next 40 days, I'll be sending you a daily email guide that will help you unlock the full power of the roadmap. These emails are designed to make it that much easier for you to implement the roadmap and succeed in your God given assignment. It's free. Just go download the life purpose roadmap PDF at attractivelydifferent.com backslash purpose.